0: In today's episode, we're speaking to Sandy Foster. Sandy is the money mindset mentor for women worldwide who are truly ready to experience more abundance and freedom in their life. Sandy went from welfare to millionaire, has been featured in Oprah's Aussie Secrets and loves inspiring and empowering women to break through their blocks, manifest more money and create a life they truly are passionate about. Her award-winning international bestseller, How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast, has been translated into over 11 languages, and she's the host of a Wildly Wealthy women podcast and has transformed the lives of hundreds and thousands of women worldwide. And we talk to Sandy today and find out how she changed her life by changing her mindset. Let's find out. I'm your host, Girl Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Girl Khan, your money mindset expert. And guess what? We have a right treat for you. Someone I've been trying to get on the podcast for ages, literally a year now, and she's finally come here. So thank you so much for coming, Sandy. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm super, super excited to be speaking to you. I'm having a fan moment because I've read her book and she's so amazing. But Sandy, before we go on, everyone's heard your intro, but in your own words, please tell everybody what it is that you do. I am a
1: money mindset mentor. I help women mainly to really rewire their mind and allow them to become attractive to abundance rather than chasing after money.
0: fabulous. Fabulous. And so this is right up my alley. And uh, you, you're one of the people whose book I do have and I read. And I thought, oh, my God, that's it's so insightful. And, and said in a way which is very, very simple. But it also gave me an idea that you've been through a journey which has allowed you to explain it in the way that you do. Because it, it, there was so, so many similarities I could pick up. The reason why I talk the way I do, because I've lived it. And then I'm able to explain it like A, B and C. And that's what I found in your book when I, when I was reading it. It was very okay, one plus one plus one, it's just very systematic and it's beautifully explained. So talk us through, Sandy, you know, talk us through your journey. How did you end up being a money mindset um, you know, mentor?
1: <laughs> well, it started in the strangest ways. They always say your biggest struggle can become your biggest gift. And I think that's definitely what happened for me. So uh, the short story. So I met a boy in high school and we started going out and we went out for about 10 or 11 years and we eventually got married and i had a three-year-old and a six-month-old at the time and what had happened during that journey was i loved sewing and because i live down by the ocean i live on the beautiful Sunshine coast in queensland australia and i just decided I wanted to make my own bikinis and I started doing that and then other people said oh I love them would you make me a pair so I started making bikinis and then it was kind of the introduction of the aerobic era and I made myself a leotard because at the time the only thing you could buy were those really boring ones with the little black cap sleeves and really low leg so I bought some bright lycra and I made myself a leotard and then someone else wanted one and before I knew it I actually had a small business. So I was buying fabric down at the local discount store, coming home into my garage, sewing up all these, uh, leotards and swimwear. And then I would just sell it, uh, sometimes at the local flea market. I would sometimes open a store that if there was an empty store down on the Esplanade and I would sell over summer and then I'd close the rest of the year and, and so, and that business got bigger and bigger. But because I had no clue what I was doing when it came to business, um, I just, you know, what I would do is the money would come in and we would use that money to buy furniture and go on a holiday and put in a swimming pool. And I never put that money back into the business. And so when my husband and I ended up splitting up, which was when my um, youngest was six months old, mm-hmm. suddenly that hobby business had to be a real business. It had to be my only income. and. It didn't work. And I ended up $100,000 in debt and on welfare. And mm. at the time, welfare was around, uh, was around $15,000 a year, which most people understand US dollars. So that's around, uh, seven and a half thousand US dollars a year. So wow. you don't, you don't get ahead with that. It was just, oh. It was a really, really challenging time in my life because if anyone has ever had debt, like that's bad enough. (laughs) It's bad enough having huge debt, but then only bringing in $15,000 a year. You know, every single decision in my life revolved around money. Everything was about how I didn't have any. You know, just little things. My kids would love to, because because I would make their lunches every day. But every now and again, a thing called tuck shop in Australia, like buying your your lunch at school, is a really big deal. And the kids, you know, wanting to go and have tuck shop every now and again, I'd have to say no if we were down the street and they say, "Mom, can have an ice cream?" It had to be no. Like it was always no. We never had any money. It was so stressful. And I was, you know, think about it, hundred thousand dollars in debt and on welfare and really, really struggling. And it was just a really scary time in my life, because I thought, how am I ever going to get out of this debt? Like, what do I do? Even if I get a job, in my mind, I couldn't see how much money I would have to make to then be able to get out of debt. So it was really, really um, scary.
0: How did he get into the 100,000 debt?
1: Um, Well, the business that I was growing, I grew an overdraft. And so I had, you know, money that I owed there. And then the money that I got from um, splitting up with my husband, I got, I think I got about $160,000. So I thought I was rich. But then I put some money into the shares, into the stock market, and I lost it. I bought a property and I sold it and I lost money. I started a network marketing company and it ended up going bust and I lost money. I Like every single thing I did, I lost money. Like I just lost money until I just had no money, was in debt and like really, really, really struggling. And it was a horrible time to be a mum because I felt like I was such a crummy mummy. I was always yelling at my kids because I was so stressed. Mm-hmm. But uh very, very luckily, I discovered the law of attraction just i mean I, i'd i 'd already been into positive thinking, so mm-hmm. i loved thinking positively, but i didn 't realize that even though I was thinking positively, most of the time I was feeling negatively, so I was thinking positive, feeling negative yeah, and when I discovered the law of attraction, I realized that I needed to not only think positive. I needed to feel positive because what you think and you feel creates your actions. And when you combine all three, that's what becomes your life.
0: And so all three,
1: yeah, of course. I mean, that's the number one thing I teach now. You've got to align body, mind and spirit. There's no point thinking, you know, really positively and then feeling negative or feeling really positive and thinking negative or, or taking no actions at all. It's like you've got to align body, mind and spirit, thoughts, feelings and actions. And when you do that, then you're able to actually move forward. Then you're able to actually make change. And that's what happened for me. So when I discovered the law of attraction, I just fell in love with it. I was like beside myself with joy because suddenly I, I realized that what I thought about, what I focused on, not with, not just with my mind, but with my feelings, my emotions, that then allowed me to attract to me. Uh, what I wanted that allowed me my not just on a woo-woo level Mm -hmm. but on a scientific level my brain was suddenly wired to see things in the world that were going to bring me the experiences and the opportunities and the situations and the circumstances to to allow my life to become what I wanted it to be so I was just so excited um, and I, I just fell in love with the law of attraction and I just immersed myself in it and I used to do visualizations and I still do visualizations Are my most favorite thing um, so but bit by bit things began to change and you know the most amazing yeah how did you find the law of attraction there's always a there's always a journey to it as well so what yes end? okay so I was really stuck. I was really like, what am I going to do? How am I going to change my life? And someone told me about, it was like a like a psychologist or career counsellor kind of thing, all tied into one. And I went along to see this guy and he got me to lay down. And I think he was hypnotizing me. I'm not really sure, but it got me to lay down and think about my life and took me through this process. And at the end of it, he said, what came up for you? And I said, well, you know, the only thing I really love is personal development. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, well, could you see yourself doing something? I said, no way. I said, the only two things that you do in personal development, in my mind, you write a book or you speak to people and there's no way I'm doing either of those things because the idea of speaking to people was beyond my comprehension. Like I, I was so freaked out about the idea of speaking in front of people I remember going to a seminar that was based on the law of attraction. It was part of the uh, a product that I was selling at the time. And w- there was a huge seminar and I'm right up the front. I tend to be right up the front because I just don't like all the distractions. So I'm right up the front. And after each module that they would teach us, they would then say, has anyone got any questions or any insights for some obscure reason? I raised my hand and they said, yes, Sandy. And so I had to stand up and I had to ask my question and At the end of it, I sat down and I was shaking so much. Like I, just the fact that I spoke in front of a crowd, even though I wasn't even facing them, I was only facing the person in front of me. I shook and I missed the entire next module, which went for about 45 minutes because I was so out of my body and just freaked out and my nervous system was completely shocked. So, you know, the idea of me speaking to people just seemed completely, you know, it just wasn't going to happen. So, but funnily enough, <laughs> funnily enough, a week after that, I saw this tiny little ad. It was only an inch by an inch in the local paper and some words jumped out at me. One was personal development. The other was, uh, it said strong work ethic, which I love the idea. And then it said, um, make money. Mm -hmm. And it was like, hmm. So I looked into it and that really was the journey toward changing everything because that was, you know, that was the thing that completely transformed who I was, which then enabled my entire life to transform. But, you know, that's the thing. I would never have been open to anything like that except that I had been to this guy who had said, what jumps out for you? And it was funny, that wasn't the only ad I saw. I actually saw another ad that was about personal development and I applied for that and I got that too. So it was like really strange that, you know, it's not really strange now I understand how it works, but back then it was like, oh, my gosh, how how amazing, what a coincidence, how could this happen? But this is the thing that I teach people now. When you tell your mind what is important, so it's not just the woo-woo, it's not just law of attraction, but when you tell your mind what is important, it starts to filter in those things, you start to your conscious becomes aware, whereas when you're just living life and not having any focus and not not kind of, you know, imprinting into your brain, what what is really important to you, you just take everything in the good, the bad, the ugly, and then your life becomes the good, the bad and the ugly, you're just creating whatever happens by chance. Whereas when you stop and take time to say to your mind, and think about what it is you truly desire then and you do that often enough you start to rewire your mind and your reticular activating system at the base of your skull then starts to filter in those things that are important to you and you begin to see them just like I did in that same week two ads for personal development and they were you know I don't know what the other one was but the one that I went with was based on the law of attraction so it, it really is amazing how it works. And you've just got to, you've just got to really, and this is the thing I teach over and over again. You just got to really focus on what you want because, you know, up until that point, all I had done was focus on my debt, how I yeah. had no money, how I was struggling, how I was never going to change things, how, how, you know, what a victim I was. How come he did this to me and how come that happened? Whereas when I discovered the law of attraction, I realized, hang on a minute. That's all I'm focusing on. That's all I'm creating. I Absolutely. need to switch my focus. So, yeah,
0: that was that's a short story. <laughs> I, I love that story. And I, and I do believe that the universe lines things up for you at the right time when you're ready for it. And sometimes it is when your back is up against the wall. I said one of the uh, – in my book I talked about, you know, one of the laws of um, universe – you need to get to a point where you, you really are out of options, you're like everything else. You really need cast the burden over to the, you know, to universal energy. That's when miracles form. Because until then, you're causing all the resistance, the friction, because you're trying, trying, trying. It's only when you let go, and like you know what, I've done everything I can. You know, yeah, exactly. I've done everything. You take it over. I'm done. And sometimes you do this unconsciously. And exactly. <laughs> you know, obviously, when you you know, obviously when you train up, then you know. Oh, okay. I don't have to try so hard. I don't have to hustle, hustle, hustle. That's why I don't believe in the hustling uh, culture. I think that's, I think that's that, that's that's a you know sure shot route to burnout. It, I, I agree. I, uh, in um, in inspired action, and exactly your journey shows that when you just, I'm done. Tell me what to do. And go. Yeah. Really, so, that's when the universe lines things up, and that's that, that's why I wanted to hear your story. It, what a beautiful story! So, I might but, but understand that was a person development uh, in in teaching law of attraction. A company is that?
1: Yeah, it? that was my yeah that was my first introduction to the law of attraction. So until then, I'd been, as I said, very into positive thinking, but I'd never heard of the law of attraction. And when I first heard about it, my mind was blown because sudden, so, cause I think, I think until you understand the law of attraction, you do think you're just this person trying to do it all on yourself and you're trying to make it all happen. You're trying to, you know, control everything. But when you understand the law of attraction, you suddenly realize. The universe is on your side and you just have to kind of align your body, mind and spirit and then magic can happen. And this is, this is the thing that I teach over and over. So, you know, in my journey, I went from that place of really struggling to understanding the law of attraction to things starting to turn around and eventually became a millionaire. And I went from welfare to millionaire. And, and, you know, I, I kind of feel like, how did that happen? Like, how did that happen? It's like one of those, those, you know, stories you hear about happening to other people. But it happened to me. And as you say, I think for me, I hit rock bottom. And being at rock bottom, it was like, that's when the law of attraction came into my life. And it was such a sweet relief, rather than focusing on how my life actually was, and all the debt that I had, and all the stress and all the struggle, instead focusing on, oh, imagine owning my own home. Imagine not actually having to rent and then being told the rent is going up or that you have to move out or that you're not allowed to put a picture on the wall or you're not allowed to paint paint anything. Like imagine having my own house that I live in that's all mine and I can do whatever I want and I can live here forever. And, you know, just imagining those things just made me feel so amazing so incredible so I spent so much time focusing on what I really wanted you know imagine having a car that instead of when it rained it leaked so much that a plant would grow in the back seat. like imagine having a car that actually you know was was beautiful and clean and and went all the time you know just spending my time in that place just made me feel so excited so alive that you know because I had hit rock bottom putting my, myself in that place of thinking about all the things that I wanted to do and the travel that I wanted and being able to go to gym classes or being able to go to meditation classes or go on a health retreat, focusing on all that just made me feel so good that I spent a lot of time in that place. And the great thing is every moment that I spent in that place, was aligning my body and spirit was allowing me to think about what I truly wanted. It was allowing me to feel as if I already had it in my life and feel so excited and happy and grateful. And then it allowed me to take the actions I needed to take to actually create that in my world.
0: I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies, and any tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. What what happened? So you started joining, you joined this person development company, and I suppose you, that was a, some sort of affiliate marketing, I understand.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was network marketing. So it's direct sales. So it was a course, uh, had a home study course, had a couple of seminars. And I started telling people about this. And it was really funny because, um, I remember, I remember going to a seminar for this, uh, business. And one of the things we had to do was write out our ideal day. Uh, write out or write out what we're doing at the time like what what do we do we get up in the morning and I do a bit of yoga and I go for a run and then I go down the beach and then I come back and I take the kids to school and then I talk to people about personal development I talk to people about the course I listen to some of the material and that was actually the ideal day I'd written out months before when I had no money and yeah. it was like you know when you focus on something, you can create it. And I was just so amazed about that. But so the course was all about personal development and all about law of attraction. Mm. So I started selling that. But then after, and I made more money in a month than I made in my entire year. Like it was just blowing Mm. my mind. But then I was, I think it was probably a year or two, probably two years or so into that. The person who owned the global marketing rights to that course had a dispute with the printer. They said, you didn't print this right. We're not paying the bill. And they said, you've got to print it again. And the printer said, we're not printing it again until you pay this bill first. And so they got into this dispute. And so bit by bit, the product dried up. We had no product to sell. And in direct sales, you know that if you don't have a product, you don't have a business. And it just disappeared. And suddenly that that you know abundance that I was attracting and creating and living in my life it suddenly just went away and so I was struggling again I just didn't know what to do and and I remember going to a seminar because I love going to seminars going to a seminar finding about out about this thing called coaching and I thought oh my gosh that sounds like something I could do like I could work from home which I loved because I'm such an introvert I could work from home could do it you know over the phone and there's no ceiling on how much you make and it's the personal development industry so I ended up I borrowed some money and went through coach training and what I did with that was I bought law of attraction into my coaching sessions
0: Mm. and
1: my clients loved it and I started group coaching very quickly because I realized I am not good one-on-one in that Uh, like having lots of clients throughout the week uh, like I'm too disorganized for that it just didn't work so having group coaching you know one session once a week with about 20 or 30 people that worked beautifully so I just I I basically bought law of attraction into my coaching sessions I bought law of attraction into my business and it just took off and you know it was really really exciting and that was that was the first step but then I started to go through this kind of dark night of the soul. It's like, well, what am I doing? Who am I to be coaching people? Because I was teaching about the law of attraction. But I was, I was thinking, well, who am I? Like, I haven't created any major success.
0: It, it attacks everyone. I, I don't oh. think there's anyone that's scared. It doesn't, by the way, If you're listening to this right now and you think that, you know, people like um, Dwayne Johnson and uh, Michael B. Jordan or all these rock stars don't suffer from it, you'd be surprised. I mean, I not talk about it as much. But this imposter syndrome attacks everyone and um, sometimes <laughs> at the most obscure times as well. But yeah, that's what happened.
1: I know, I was I was just completely freaked out. And so then I actually stopped doing the thing that was making me money, which was coaching. And I started just doing live uh, teleseminars. This is before actual webinars. So doing live teleseminars, interviewing other millionaires because I just felt like, who am I? <laughs> It was like, it was completely ridiculous. So I started doing that. But then I don't know why. I just, I must have just got through through that time and thought, you know what, you know, what else can I do? I enjoy coaching. I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy inspiring people. I enjoy telling other people, you know, everything that I've learned and seeing the change that it makes in their life. And I kind of swung back around to coaching and, oh my gosh, am I so glad I did Because suddenly my coaching business started to really take off and then the group coaching took off even more. And then I started creating online courses and programs and seminars. And then I, uh, my, and then it was really funny because my accountant came to me and said, Sandy, I know you had some, um, success in direct sales previously. I am going into something and I think you'd be a really good fit. I'd love to, you know, do it with you. It's direct sales. And my logical mind said, no, don't do it. (laughs) You don't like direct sales. You don't like talking to people and trying to sell to them. Don't do it. But then part of me thought, oh, you know, I'll go and see what she's talking about. Anyway, we went along and she said, Sandy, I don't want you, you don't have to buy anything because at the time I didn't have any money to buy anything anyway. You don't have to buy anything. I'll buy the course uh, we'll go through it. I've got clients and I'll give them to you. You just talk to them. And I thought, Oh, that could be all right. You know, that it'll bring me a bit of money. Why not? So I started doing that. And then within a few, I think it was probably, and that started making really good money. Like we were making great money that that course was actually based on, um, like a, a wealth creation education. And the great thing about that was it kind of freed me up because money was coming in and when when you don't have any money you feel very constricted and so you don't come up with ideas you don't come, you don't take any actions because you're kind of filled with fear so i was able to just kind of relax because money was coming in and then one morning i woke up with this name wildly wealthy women in my head and i just jumped online and registered the domain name didn't have any clue what i was going to do with it but just thought this is a really cool name registered it and then a few months later, we were both at a seminar in uh it was actually in the US, in Arizona. And I said to her, I've got this idea. I've got this idea for a program. So, you know, we're we're marketing this wealth creation uh program. And and she she was not only an accountant, she was a taxation expert and what else, financial advisor and all the what I like to call the boring things around money. And I was just the mindset. And I said to her, you know, I think that we should start a program where, yes, we give women this this course, but we also then have weekly live calls where they can ask you questions because I knew that the learning of the practical only worked for me when I could ask questions of someone. And I was really lucky that I was learning the practical through the course, but being able to ask her questions. And so I thought, you know, we need to have this program where women come together every week and they can ask questions. And so they can, they can create the success that they want so much quicker. And this was really only just on a practical level. So I launched wildly wealthy women, just an idea. And, uh, honestly, within probably three months made close to $2 million. Oh, wow. We had- yeah, what? We had so many women just love the idea. And I said, you know, we'll have wildly wealthy women's wicked weekends where we get together, you know, three times a year and we learn all the practical and the mindset and we'll do yoga and we'll do beach walks and we'll do meditation. And and it was it was this was back in 2000 and it was 2003. So this was one of the if not the first women's only mentoring program. Um, in the world. So I, you know, women loved it. They just loved it. And so from there, you know, everything really changed. And, you know, I just, I just feel so blessed and so lucky. And so that's how I ended up being a money mentor. I've just, you know, basically, all, as soon as I discovered the law of attraction, I loved it to death. I just fell in love with everything about it. And, just wanted to share it with people. And over the years, I've created so many of my own processes and and uh, exercises and things that, you know, basically that I used myself to go from welfare to millionaire. And then I wrote a book in 2004 um, called How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast. And yeah, I've been teaching law of attraction and money manifesting ever since then.
0: Yeah, that's the book I bought. I, I, I came across it just by pure coincidence, and the name was familiar to me because we—I I know we had the you booked, or at some point we are, were going to get you booked—and I thought, "Huh, oh, this is interesting." And uh, I ended up buying it. Do you want to talk, Do you want to quickly run us by what kind of? Do you actually focus just on uh, mindset, or do you actually go through some modalities like um, EFT or energy tools? What do you? What, what? What's your main focus in terms of helping people change their mindset?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great question. So. Obviously, mindset is number one, because until you change your mindset, nothing changes. But to do that, we do go through different modalities. So we do a little bit of tapping. Um, I've done this certification in a thing called um, the energy codes. And so we bring that into the work. And that's, that's really next level. That's really uh, taking things uh, really tapping into the quantum field and allowing change to happen. So I'm able to hold that space. And also the exciting thing is, I don't know if anyone knows about human design, but I'm a manifester. Mm-hmm. And a manifester is someone that not only obviously you know, can, can do certain things in their own life, but as a manifester, everyone who comes into my sphere, into my community, who becomes connected to me, becomes better at manifesting or bringing things into their world and that when I found that out that excited me so much because it's like well I feel like I'm absolutely living my purpose so one of the main things we do as I said um, I think at the very start was we're very focused on aligning body mind and spirit very focused on understanding that Yes, your mind and how you think we we really get into that. We do a lot of work around uh, rewiring the mind. I've got a lot of subliminal um audios and visualizations that are part of the program. So that uh, the thing I love about subliminals, it happens to work on a on a subconscious level and you can just go about your business and you're rewiring your brain. So we do a lot of work on the mind and then obviously um, the thoughts, uh, you know, what you're thinking, um, releasing everything that's not serving you. And then the feelings, we do a lot. And this is why in the program that I have, we really do deep, deep dive into how you're feeling. So mm-hmm. we, you know, as I said, let go of things that aren't serving you, but really spend a lot of time. I've got dozens and dozens of visualizations, which really get people into the feeling place. The thing I loved about visualizations when I was $100,000 in debt, was, I felt I was being transported to a whole new life, you know, closing my eyes and imagining that beautiful life. And so I I create them for my students so that they've got lots of different scenarios to listen to, you know, making $500,000 in a year, being a millionaire, living in their dream house, having their dream life. So all those things. And then actions. So, you know, we talk about taking inspired action and how to, because I think too many people, Like, for instance, if I'd come up with that idea for Wildly Wealthy Women and not gone online and registered the domain name in that moment, what people don't understand is that thought form has gone out into the quantum field. And if I don't take action on it, someone else will tap into it and and come up with that name and go online and register it and make their millions instead. So Mm -hmm. I'm really big on teaching uh, my students how to take how to how to recognize inspired action and how to take that inspired action so that you know the universe can create its magic
0: wonderful wonderful now on that note, we're gonna wrap up so do you have any parting um you know tips or advice for people who may be listening to you and there could be I mean most of our audience tends to be because I'm from the corporate background I tend, I tend to attract similar um, audience people who are in the corporate sector or who've transitioned over or transitioning over one of the other one of the three um, categories any tips for somebody who thinks, well, okay, Sandy, you've done it, but I don't know if I can. I've got, and I tend to find people who are in the corporate sector tend to have a lot of debt because they've they've got just got used to debt. It's either we used to be student debt, then it becomes a mortgage and cars and lifestyle, and debt seems to follow them throughout their life. And you know, sometimes it, the, the comment is, can I ever get rid of it? And it doesn't matter how much the money you make, because it didn't, it doesn't mean debt doesn't really matter how much money you make, you have debt because of other issues. So, any tips at all, or as, as parting comments?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I always say to people, just understand that you know, I was a hundred thousand dollars in debt and on welfare. Okay, so, and I had, I dropped out of school in grade eleven. I didn't even finish high school. I had no connections. I had no, um, nobody I knew with money. I had no skills. So a lot of time people in corporate, they, they've worked at a certain job and they, they don't think that they've got any other, they don't know what they can bring to the table. They don't know how they can make any money, but I had no skills whatsoever, like nothing. My, my main thing that I was good at was going down the beach and sunbaking. <laughs> like that was it. Going down the beach. That was, that was my whole focus because I came from one of Australia's coldest states. And we moved to one of the warmest and so suddenly I've got this beach and the sunshine and, you know, beautiful blue sea and the white sand and it was like that was my whole focus. So I figure if me who is $100,000 in debt and on welfare, no skills, no connections, no nothing, but by discovering the law of attraction and putting it into action and aligning body, mind and spirit and really like almost embracing it as if it was my job, Not just something I did an affirmation in the morning and that's the end of it. Like I absolutely embraced it. I loved it and I lived it. If I've been able to transform my life and go from welfare to millionaire, then honestly, it's possible for anyone. If you really fall in love with the law of attraction and you really take action and you really just open yourself up to the possibilities, absolutely anything can happen. And when it comes to debt, you know, I see it over and over again in my in my um, students that Money miracles happen, and they have debts, and suddenly they're rung by the bank, and the bank says, Oh look, we're forgiving that debt we're we're releasing it, you know you don't owe it anymore and it happens over and over, and my students are blown away. so I think the idea that people have debt can be overwhelming and can be scary, and the logical mind says, I'm never going to be able to get out of this debt, but just know that when you really allow um, the universe to step into your life and you really embrace it, what happens is money miracles, and anything can happen. So just get excited about the future and the possibility, knowing that your life can change in an instant.
0: I love that. On that note, we will wrap up. Um, Sandy, tell everybody how can we connect with you? Where can we find you on the internet?
1: The best place to find me is at my website, wildlywealthy.com. And, you know, I've actually put together a little money bundle that uh, your students might like to Kind of start to take them down that path of becoming more attractive to abundance and they can go to wildlywealthyfree.com and i've got some guided visualizations and uh, abundance affirmations that they might like to listen to
0: Wonderful. If you're listening to this uh, episode on the podcast, then all the links that Sandy just mentioned will be in the show notes. And if you're watching us on the YouTube, then down below in the description section, we will have the links as well. Go check her out. She is one kickass lady and a very, very inspirational speaker. And her book is amazing too. As I can, I can highly recommend it. I've got the first iteration, so if you go and buy the new one, you're bound to be impressed as well. Well, thank you so much for being such an amazing guest for us today, Sandy. We have to have you back on talk Talkies. We have to um, uh, ask for more advice and so we'll get some more help from you. But today, thank you so much for being a guest. My pleasure. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to me and Sandy today on, on Friday Feature. I will be back with another amazing guest on Friday Features and asking them how they change their life by changing their mindset. Until the next time we meet, this is Gokhan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.